Hi, this is Aaron Orlando reporting for the Revelstoke Mountaineer. I'm talking on the phone with Jody Lowndes, who is the president of the North Columbia Environmental Society. Um, in late April, the society wrote a number of letters to um, local and regional and provincial authorities asking for some uh, enforcement and uh, government work on unmanaged motorized recreation in the drawdown zone of the uh, Upper Arrow Reservoir near Revelstoke. Um, letters went out to the Columbia Shushwap Regional District, BC Hydro, Ministry of Environment, uh, the City of Revelstoke, and the uh, Forest Ministry. Um, we're here to talk with uh, Jody a little bit about uh, what uh, the, the Revelstoke-based Environmental Society is asking for. Jody, thanks for joining me. Thanks very much, Aaron. So, um, what is going on that has prompted the NCES to uh, write a letter asking for uh, some some attention on this issue? Um, well, this has been an ongoing issue uh, for a number of years, and our main concern is the motorized recreation that's taking place um, in the drawdown zone area, and that uh, includes things like dirt biking and ATVing. Um, and our our concern is really uh, well. First of all, that uh, that motorized recreation is not uh, permitted in that area because it is a sensitive um, sensitive wildlife area, and uh, it's very very disturbing, um, both just to the um, just to the the ecology down there and also um it's disturbing to to residents and we've we've also heard um through our members that you know the the noise pollution created um and some safety issues are, are also concerning and uh um just so we're clear about where we're talking about the the drawdown zone i think it's sometimes pe people mostly call it the flats uh where does it start where does it end and and are you concerned about a particular area or the whole area um it's uh i can't tell you exactly where it starts and where it ends but there have actually been um posters uh and information put out by bc hydro that sort of explain you know um there are certain areas at uh, at six mile and 12 mile um in, in that area that you refer to as the flats where people are allowed to access um so people are allowed down there uh, and in some specified areas motorized um, access is permitted so you're allowed to sort of get yourself down there but once you're down there you're not supposed to have um, be using it for motorized recreation um, but the I, I believe BC Hydro had put out uh, some of these notices in uh, in revved and in the newspaper and they sort of show a map where um, what sort of uh, constitutes the drawdown zone. It is that area uh, south of town. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and it, this is you're saying this is hydro managed land, but there's a whole bunch of different, uh, as I understand it, a whole bunch of dif different jurisdictional issues. Um, who who's responsible for enforcing it? Who's responsible for understanding what isn't 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 allowed? Um, maybe if you could tell me a little bit more as as you understand. Uh, the, the multi-levels of jurisdiction and, and who's responsible for what? Sure. So my understanding is that the bulk of the land um, that, that we're concerned with is actually owned by BC Hydro, um, but there are uh, either some 
lease agreements or some kind of agreements between BC Hydro and uh, and the province. Um, and then the overlapping jurisdiction, then there's also some of the drawdown zone falls within, I believe, within uh, the city's jurisdiction. Some of it falls within the CSRD's jurisdiction. And um, and so part of the, uh, the challenge is really figuring out who... Um, who's responsible for um for addressing these concerns um and uh so there was this drawdown zone management plan that was developed um i think back in 2005 and that was uh that came out of a sort of bc hydro facilitated process but it was a committee of government agencies environmental interests recreation groups and property owners um to come up with this this plan that's supposed to be used to manage the drawdown zone um and protect the environmental interests um so it was great to have that multifaceted approach to it but now it seems like there was a plan developed and no none of those agencies or bc hydro um, are able or willing to take responsibility to actually enforce the plan and it's the enforcement that we're now having issue with mm-hmm. is it really clear that it you know it's it's the, the the conservation officer's job or the police's job or the ministry's job or or someone who works for hydro or a city worker is that laid out in the plan or is that part of the issue that you're asking uh, to be worked through right now that's part of the issue that we're asking to be worked through right now. I can't say, um, I don't think there is, uh, that it's specified in the plan who's, who's ultimately responsible, um, to enforce these things. I know that some, some private citizens who have, uh, complained have been told, well, you should be uh, contacting the RCMP. Um, I think, I believe there was actually a similar issue in, in some flats in, uh, in Kelowna where someone was, uh, was charged and ticketed and that was done by a conservation officer. So it seems to us that this would fall within the, this should fall within the jurisdiction of the conservation officer. But as, as I'm sure, you know, uh, we don't have a conservation officer in town. So, um, it's really, it's really frustrating when you know that there's violations, um, taking place, uh, that people are down there mud bogging and ATVing and, you know, you can't, we, we just, we don't have anyone to call who will actually take action to go out there and, and, um, and enforce the management plan. Do you think that part of the issue is a, is, is a perception that that's an appropriate use on the property? I know if you access uh, the area from, from some places, there's, there's signs saying no campfires or, or, or the various rules, but uh, people have um, um, dirt biked and done other motorized recreation or you know four-wheel driving on the roads down there or just touring around. Is, 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 it an, is this an education issue or an enforcement issue? And I guess the second part of that question is, is do, you, do you encounter a lot of people who say, well, this is what I've always done here and I'm, I'm going to continue to do it here? Yeah, I, I think it's fair to say it's a combination of an education and enforcement issue. Um, I do know that there is signage. Uh, there is some signage. Um, signage, you know, isn't always enough to, to deter people from what they want to do, especially when, you know, I mean, it's not like the area is going to be patrolled. Um, so, you know, it's, it's still, sometimes it, people find it a bit easy to ignore those signs if they even see them when they're when they're pulling onto the property. Um, so I mean, there could be an effort to maybe 
make it seem, uh, make the signage more visible. Uh, there, I think there could be a bit more public uh, public education done about why those rules are in place, um, that it does have to do with sensitive fish, uh, wetlands, waterfowl habitats, um, preventing, uh, you know, pollution in that area through oil spills and um, and that sort of thing. But, I mean, the enforcement education is, is necessary, but without the enforcement, um, you know, it, it is difficult to get people to change their behaviors. And as you said, you know, people have been doing this for a lot of years and um, that doesn't make it okay. Uh, so we're hoping that, um, that something can be done about that. What are some of the wildlife values down there on, on the flats as they're known? Uh, one of the big ones is uh, is the importance for migratory uh, migratory birds, um, and those uh, those populations that are coming through this time of year are certainly uh, you know very susceptible to to the kind of disturbance that you get from from these you know loud uh, loud machines driving all over or loud wreck vehicles um, driving all over the place. Uh, there was a cons- definitely a concern. Um, there have been instances where larger vehicles have gotten stuck, uh, stuck in the mud, and you know then there's the issue of um, of oil being spilled into the into the river onto the flats. Um, there's also a lot of dust issues um, when it's when it's drier and people are driving around down there. Uh, so dust and windstorms. Um, create a problem uh, and destruction of, uh, of fish habitat and sensitive wetlands um, are sort of the, yeah, th- those are the key, uh, the key ecological values in those, those areas. Mm-hmm. And Jody, one, one last question. You've, you've sent out a lot of letters uh, in late April, uh, early May. Um, what do you hope will happen next and, and what, what are your next steps uh, for the NCS uh, on this issue? Um, we're, uh, our main hope is that there will be some kind of enforcement of the drawdown zone uh, management plan, um, and we we do feel, at least at this point in time, our understanding continues to be that um, that BC Hydro, as the owner of the property, should be taking the prime responsibility for um, for making sure that the drawdown zone management plan is being implemented and enforced uh, as it was supposed to be. Um, next steps, uh, I, um, I believe uh, the city is going to be, um, has invited BC Hydro to, to attend an environmental advisory committee meeting. So um, I think that's a, that's a good step and we're hoping to have a discussion to sort of get a, get a sense of, um, of what BC Hydro's position is and, and also just work together and see what, what can be done for, um, to get some sort of, some sort of action taken on this. Um, we're, you know, we're open to, to working with, uh, with the city and CSRD and BC Hydro and the province to, to come up with solutions. Um, we know it's difficult to, to enforce, you know, larger areas that are not, that are a little bit out of the way, but, um, I guess that's sort of where we're at right now. And, uh, hopefully we can come up with some solutions. Jody Lowndes is the president of the North Columbia, the Revelstoke based North Columbia Environmental Society. Jody, thanks for joining me today.
Thanks very much, Aaron.